Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Yerushalayim where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Sunday the 16th of January or the 14th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. This uh, new week we have a new parasha and it's called Yitro and that means Jethro. The, to- uh, the portion from the Torah today is Exodus chapter 18, verses 1 through 12. And before we start reading the scriptures, like we always do, we bless the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moshe's father-in-law, heard of all that the Lord had done for Moshe and for his people Israel, how the Lord had brought Israel out of Mitzrayim. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, received Zipporah, Moshe's wife, after he had sent her away with her two sons. The name of one son was Gershom, for Moshe said, I have lived as a foreigner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Eliezer, for he said, My father's God was my help and delivered me from Paro's sword. Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, came with Moshe's sons and his wife to Moshe in the wilderness, where he was camped at the mountain of God. He said to Moshe, I, your father-in-law, Yitro, have come to you with your wife and her two sons with her. Moshe went out to meet his father-in-law and bowed and kissed him. They asked each other of their welfare and they came into the tent. Then Moshe told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done to Paro and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake all the hardships that had come on them on the way, and how the Lord delivered them. And Yitro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, in that he had delivered them out of the hands of the Egyptians. Yitro said, Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of Paro, who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods because of the way that they treated people arrogantly. And Yitro, Moshe's father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. Aharon came with all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moshe's father-in-law before God. That was Exodus, or Shemot 18, 1 through 12. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and that is today, 1 Kings chapter 4. King Shlomo was king over all Israel. These were the princes whom he had. Azariah, the son of Zadok, the Kohen. Elihoref and Ahiah, the sons of Shisha, scribes. Jehoshaphat, the son of Ahilud, the recorder. 
Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, was over the army. Sadok and Aviatar were Kohanim. Azariah, the son of Nathan, was over the officers. Zabud, the son of Nathan, was Kohen and the king's friend. Ahishah was over the household, and Adoniram, the son of Adba, was over the men subject to forced labor. And Shlomo had twelve officers over all Israel who provided food for the king and his household. Each man had to make provision for a month in the year. These are their names. Ben-Hur in the hill country of Ephraim, Ben-Deker in Makatz in Shalbam, Shalbim, Bet-Shemesh and Elon Bet-Hanan, Ben-Hesed in Arobot, Soko, and all the land of Hefer belonged to him. Ben Abinadab, in the height of Dor, he had Tapfat, Shlomo's daughter, as wife. Baana, the son of Ahilud, in Tanach and Megiddo, and all Betshean, which is beside Saratan, beneath Jezreel, from Betshean to Avel Mikola, as far as beyond Yokmeam. Ben Gever, in Ramot Gilad, the towns of Yair, the son of Manasseh, which are in Gilad, belong to him. And the region of Argob, which is in Bashan, sixty great cities with walls and bronze bars, belong to him. Ahinadab, the son of Ido, in Machanaim. Ahimaz, in Naphtali. He also took Basemat, the daughter of Shlomo, as wife. Baana, the son of Hushai, in Asher, and Bealot, Yehoshaphat, the son of Parua in Issachar, Shimei, the son of Elah in Benjamin, Gever, the son of Uri in the land of Gilad, the country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan, and he was the only officer who was in the land. Yehuda and Israel were numerous as the sand, which is by the sea in multitude eating and drinking and rejoicing. That was 1 Kings chapter 4. And now our portion from the writings, which today will be Psalm or Talim 95. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us extol him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, a great King over all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, and he made it. His hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep in his care. Today, oh, that you would hear his voice. Do not harden your heart as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, tested me, and saw my work. Forty long years I was grieved with that generation, and said, It is a people that errs in their heart and they have not known my ways. Therefore I swore in my anger, 
they shall not enter my rest. That was Psalm 95. And now our final portion of scripture for today from the Apostolic Scriptures is Luke chapter 20. Now it came to pass on one of those days, as he was teaching the people in the temple and proclaiming the good news, that the Kohanim and the Torah teachers came to him with the elders. And they asked him, saying, Tell us, by what authority do you do these things? Or who is giving you this authority? But he answered and said to them, I also will ask you one question, and so tell me. The immersion of Yohanan, was it from heaven or from men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that Yohanan was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Yeshua said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Then he began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and rented it out to some farmers and went into another country for a long time. Now at the proper season he sent a servant to the farmers to collect his share of the fruit of the vineyard. But the farmers beat him and sent him away empty. And again he sent another servant, and they also beat him and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty. And again he sent a third, and they also wounded him and threw him out. Then the Lord of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be that seeing him they will respect him. But when the farmers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. And they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore will the Lord of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy these farmers, and he will give the vineyard to others. When they heard that, they said, May that never be. Then he looked at them and said, what then is this which is written? The stone which the builders rejected was made the chief cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, but it will crush whomever it falls on to dust. And the chief Kohanim and the Torah teachers sought to lay hands on him that very hour, but they feared the people for they knew that he had spoken this parable against them. And having watched him closely, they sent out spies who pretended to be righteous, that they might seize on his words in order to deliver him up to the power and the authority of the governor. Then they asked him, Rabbi, we know that you say and teach what is right, and are not partial to anyone, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius, whose image and inscriptions are on it. They answered, Caesar's. And he said to them, 
Then give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able to trap him in his words before the people, and they marveled at his answer and were silent. Then some of the Sadducees, those who deny that there is a resurrection, came to him and asked him, saying, Rabbi, Moshe wrote to us that if a man's brother dies having a wife, and he is childless, his brother should take the wife and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers, and the first took a wife and died childless, and the second took her as wife, and he died childless. Then the third took her, and likewise the seven all left no children and died. Afterward the woman also died. Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife of them will she be? For the seven had her as wife. And Yeshua said to them, The children of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. For they cannot die any more, for they are like the angels and are children of God, being children of the resurrection. But that the dead are raised, even Moshe revealed at the bush, when he called the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Yaakov. Now he is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for all are alive to him. Then some of the Torah teachers answered and said, Rabbi, you speak well. But they did not dare to ask him any more questions. And he said to them, Why do they say that the Mashiach is the son of David? Even David himself said in the scroll of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet. David therefore calls him Lord, so how is he then his son? And in the hearing of all the people he said to his disciples, Beware of those Torah teachers who like to walk in long robes, and love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the best places at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. That was Luke chapter 20. And that concludes our reading from Daily Bread Scriptures today. If, however, you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read Colossians chapter 4 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have been blessed and encouraged and inspired by the word that you have listened to today. May it bear much fruit as you ponder it in your heart. Shalom. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.